Hey everyone, it's Mike Rickheim. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Getting to Know podcast. Today, I had the pleasure of being joined by freshly minted segment president of Fine Paper and Packaging, one Kingsley Shannon, who I think I knew you way back when, Kingsley, when you were a director of marketing back in our, our Newell days. So congratulations yeah. on the new gig. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm super excited to get back working with the B2B side of the organization, along with keeping the team that I've had the pleasure to work with over the last two and a half years and really excited for the opportunity for this business. I uh, know we have just come through a little bit of a crazy time, but I think there's a lot of opportunity ahead of us, despite everything that we're going through, you know, from a world standpoint. So I'm really excited. I'm certainly excited that you'll bring a great dynamic to the senior leadership team as well. So congratulations, really happy for you. And I think it's the right focus for the business too. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. So what, what are you responsible for today? So I have the pleasure of working with some fantastic folks um, and lead the consumer business. So all the products that we sell in retail at Target, Walmart, Office Depot, Staples, and Amazon. So cut size paper along with new categories we're going into like planners and journals. And then I also lead the marketing services team. So that's our in-house design team which is actually a new competency to Nina. We just formed that just a few years ago. It's something I did at Newell and then brought over here because design really is one of our core competencies here at Nina. So what better to do with that than to create our own in-house team. Um, also with that comes social media, marketing communications, PR, all that fun stuff. Got it. What's the best part of your current role? The best part of my current role is the people. It's a team of work hard, play hard, fun, folks. Um, everyone wants to win. Everyone is looking for the next opportunity. The energy is fantastic. And I just, I love, I, I work with a team of rock stars. I'm so thrilled to be able to work with them each and every day. And it really is, I really believe how we are successful at Nina. It's, it's the people on the team I work with here that I get the pleasure to work with every single day. And really it's in Nina in general. It's one of the reasons I came here and what I love most about the company. How's the team been through this kind of downturn with COVID and, you know, some of the categories that you guys are in have been, been greatly affected. So how, how's, how, how have things been? How's the mood? Yeah, you know, I think with my team, I mean, it was kind of a shock, you know, and, and an adjustment to work from home and figure out how to establish our new normal. But what I'll say is being in an industry where you're in secular decline and figuring out how to win, you're always kind of coming from behind as it is. And so that's just kind of how we play. We always know it's, you know, it's not for the faint of heart. It's for those that are willing to kind of go the extra mile because you have to in order to succeed in the declining market. And it's the same thing coming out of COVID. We got to think differently. We got to do some things differently. And we also just got to stick in some ways to our core strategy, which has won and been successful. So we're taking it one day, one week at a time and, um, and trying to have fun and, and see each other on WebExes and things like that as best we can and just stay as connected as possible. So you've been based in the greater Atlanta area since when? I've lived here. It'll be 12 years in July. This is actually the longest I've lived anywhere in my entire life. Were you in Toledo? For yeah. two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, I had a little stint back in Toledo. You're stomping grounds. My stomping grounds. Yeah. yeah. Now, where'd you grow up? I couldn't really call one place home necessarily. I was born in Chicago and between that and now I've moved, I think 15 or 16 times. So I went from Chicago to Texas, lived in Austin, Houston, and Dallas, went up to New York, New Jersey area for about nine months, St. Louis, Tennessee, Florida, Virginia. Does that mean you have parents that are in the military, in sales? So my father was in the hotel industry. 
And so if he wanted to move up, he would switch properties. And that meant we were moving every three to five years. So I'm used to change. That's kind of all I've known my whole life. So that's made it pretty adaptable for me in today's business. I mean, that's all I know is we're all, you're always changing and you're always mixing things up. You've got two kids? Yeah, I've got a son, Jack, who's 17. So he's going to be a senior this year, which is crazy. We're starting the whole college circuit thing. And where is he going to go? And what does he want to do with his life? And he plays baseball. He's been playing competitive baseball since he was in second grade, I think. Uh, and then I've got a daughter, Scarlett, who's almost 13, seventh grade. Middle school is so much fun, um, but actually hasn't been too hard for her so far out of the gate. And she is also an athlete. She's a big lacrosse player. Where is Jack starting to think about uh, going to school? Oh, that's a great question. I think he wants to do maybe a smaller school or a big SEC. It's like we have two huge extremes because I went to University of Tennessee in Knoxville. Go Vols. Um, so I was an SEC big football kind of school girl. So, he's, of course, he's looking at Georgia. Auburn, Alabama, but then he's also looking at some smaller schools like Barry, Samford. He'd consider playing baseball then? Potentially. Yeah. If he wanted to play baseball, that's probably more maybe his speed. Plus, I think he just wants to do something new in college, you know, figure out what life is, you know, outside of just the baseball side of things. So besides chasing Jack around baseball diamonds and Scarlett around the cross fields, what, what do you do for fun? You know, I, we just love to be outside. You know, we like to go hike. We like to be outdoors, going to the pool. My happy place is anywhere with water. So the beach or the lake or the pool, it just relaxes me. It's what I love. Do Jack and Scarlett and Kingsley have a pet running around? Too many pets, unfortunately. So, I mean, I like pets. Don't get me wrong. I just don't like the responsibility of pets. And my daughter is a lover of all pets. So we have two seven-pound dogs, Cooper and Bentley. We have a cat, which I'm allergic to. Somehow I've having it, ended up with a cat, Simon. And over quarantine, there were PowerPoint presentations and big pitches for ducks, chickens. Right now it's a rabbit. My daughter needs to live on a farm someday. And I told her I will help invest in her animals at that point in her life, but it's not going to be at my house. But yeah, we've got pets. So you mentioned the Vols, so big, big sports fans. Yeah, we love to watch um, college football. And I went to Tennessee during the Peyton Manning years. It was like the heyday. So I had a really good time. Where were your high school days spent? So I went to school in St. Louis. For all of high school? You know, we moved there in eighth grade. Um, and we, we were there till sophomore year. And then my family moved back to Texas. But the school I went to had boarding and day students. So I actually stayed on as a boarder my junior and senior year. So I kind of left home at you know, junior year of high school and continued on after that. Was UT a common landing spot? Well, since I was a boarding student, a lot of students that went to high school in St. Louis worked from the St. Louis area. About half of them were and half of them weren't. So I actually had some friends that were from Tennessee that were ended up going to, to college in Tennessee. And I was a Southern girl. I was ready to get out of the Midwest yeah. winters. So it Not was, that there's anything wrong with Midwest winters for those no, in the Valley, no. just to be I clear. I lived in Iowa for nine years, remember. So exactly. I, I Maytag days. Maytag days. Yeah. I had my share of winters. That's for sure. So Kingsley, you've been around six and a half years, and um, to your credit, the boss speaks very highly of you, Ms. Julie Shertel. And I know you guys have a, have a very strong relationship. So what, what would you tell our employees about Julie? Like, what would be the, the thing that they should know as someone who knows her really well? You know, I, I really have been so grateful to be able to work under someone like Julie. She is such an incredible leader. And what I love about Julie is that 
she thinks in the long term um, and also knows what we need to do in the short term to get there. And I've worked under a lot of leadership that is very short term oriented. And that goes a lot with being from a public company. 90 day contracts. Yeah. Exactly right. It's always about the next quarter, about right. the next quarter. And what I love about Julie is that she understands where we need to go long term and that sometimes you're not going to, you got to make the right decision short term to get there, but you also got to be thinking far out. And so she's, she's a very strong visionary. And uh, I feel very confident in her strategy and her leadership style is just, she creates tremendous followership. You know, she creates, she, you want to be working with her and you definitely believe in her vision. And so I think with someone in her position, that's critical and what I appreciate the most. Yeah, I've, I've seen all that as well. This has been a weird time to start a new job, but she's made it a very pleasant experience so far. Um, what would you want to be known for as a leader? I would love to be known for pushing us to do even more than we're already doing today. That's kind of going into new places, going into white spaces, seeing the possibilities, even when you might not have a totally clear roadmap of how to, how to get growth in a declining category, as an example. Really known for just kind of pushing us to, to, to go into new areas. It's kind of been my sweet spot probably at every role with throughout my career at every company is what's what's next how do we capitalize on the great foundation that we have because i've been so lucky to work for some of the biggest brands in the country or the world maytag calphalon sharpie rubbermaid nina all category leaders in their space and so how do you take the strong premium brand foundation that you already have and continue to make it go in new places and to do great things and so I want to be able to show that, hey, I was able to do that and help some of those brands go into some of those new territories and be successful. What are you most proud of? Wow, that's a good question. Professionally or personally? Let's go up both. I mean, I Whatever think, order you choose. I think professionally, it has been in some of those accomplishments of taking brands into new spaces. And I'll say the reason why I'm passionate about that and why I want to be known for that is it probably goes back to like really earlier on in my career when I was back at Maytag, when I, when I figured out that formula, if you will, that I've been able to apply to the various roles I've had since then all the way till now. And that's when I was working on the Gen Air brand. And it was this brand bought by Maytag that was premium at the time. And it was just that Maytag bought it and they put it in the Maytag formula and it just was not doing well. And so they took a team of, of eight of us to start and it grew to a team of 30 and the brand had been about a $300 million brand and it had declined to a $150 million brand. And in two years, this team was put as like this incubation team to like, see what you can do with this brand. And within two years, we were at 400 million and three years, we were, we were at a $500 million brand. So it was a huge turnaround. That to me was one of the biggest accomplishments I've ever had because it also charted the way for how I was going to look at the brands that I was, you know, the curator of and the steward of for the rest of my career up until today. What about on a personal level? Um, I'm pretty proud of my kids. You know, I think, um, and it's not just me, it's a lot of, you know, it takes a village to raise your children. But I, I think at the end of the day, you just want humans that have compassion and love one another and are respectful and ultimately at the end of the day can, you know, get be out on their own. And, and I feel like both my children at this point are kind of, you know, they're good kids and they're on that path and I'm really proud of them. Good for you. So is there such a thing as a typical day in the life of Kingsley Shannon? Every day is completely different, which is one of the things that I love about my job. I mean, I could be thinking about how do we negotiate the 
staples contract, which is super hard and can create major margin pressure to looking at beautiful new planners and journals that are coming in from China that, you know, our marketing team has been spearheading to working on our marketing strategy for the fine paper and package business for 2021. So there's no day. And then there's fire drills that pop up all the time in between, but I love that variety. So Kingsley, we both have sons named Jack who play baseball. A big part of the baseball community is the walk-up song. It's a big part of their identity. So if you were a baseball player, what would you choose? Well, that would definitely have to be Rocky Top. Just as a nod back to Tennessee and my alma mater, I'll be a ball through and through. And it's a fun song. It's peppy, gets you excited, and, uh, and definitely is part of who I am. If there's a movie about your life, who would play the role of Kingsley Shannon? Oh, hey, that's a great question. Um, I mean, I chose Brad Pitt for me, obviously. Yeah, I can see how you'd be close to Yeah, I get that a lot. You know, Sandra Bullock would be good. She's a good leader, She's but she's fun. She's approachable. She has a good time. Seems but that. she also, you know, can get in there and fight the good fight when she has to, too. So I guess maybe Sandra call. It's good call. First Sandra Bullock call on the Getting to Know podcast. So at the end of every one of our Getting to Know podcasts, we at, we're going to ask three questions. All right. They're deep and important questions. So I'm going to hit those if you don't mind. Sure. All right. So. Kingsley Shannon, what is always in your refrigerator? That is easy. I always have some kind of sparkling water beverage, and I've tried them all. So my favorite right now is Waterloo. Boobly or Bubbly, or everyone says it differently. Aha is also the newest one, but I'm pretty much addicted to flavored seltzer water. The second question, uh, amongst those who know you well, what would you say you're most famous for? my spaghetti and meatball recipe people have now claimed it as their own because they've gotten it from me and then they make it for other people in fact my brother who just made it for another family that just had a baby like that and she posted on facebook the, the girl the family they gave it to like paul's famous spaghetti and meatball recipe was just delivered to our house or whatever and i'm like hey wait a minute that's my famous Spaghetti and meatball. You need to at least name it after me. So you're pretty liberal with who you share this with? I mean, apparently too liberal because now people are claiming it as their own. I need a copyright or something. Very sweet of you. So last question. Right this very moment, what are you most looking forward to? You know what? We are going to the lake next weekend as a family uh, with a bunch of other families. And it's been a bit of a crazy time these last few months. It's been all hands on deck. So I'm looking for, like I said, water makes me happy and just a little bit of a getaway for a long week I'm looking forward. Sounds great. Well, thank you, Kingsley, for your time. Very much appreciate the opportunity to get to know you a little bit better and share some of this with the employees across uh, the organization. So thanks again for your time. Thanks, Mike. And I just have to say, I'm thrilled to have you here at Nina. We're so glad that you came on board and you're such a great addition to the team. Appreciate that. 